0: Rocket Money has over five million users and has helped save its members an average of seven hundred twenty dollars a year, with over five hundred million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to RocketMoney.com/Wondery. That's RocketMoney.com/Wondery. RocketMoney.com/Wondery. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in twenty twenty two.
1: Breaking tonight, the Justice Department appoints a special counsel to investigate former President Trump, already a candidate for the White House. Could this signal indictments over the January 6th Capitol riot and classified documents stored at Mar-a-Lago? The Attorney General says this is about facts and the law and a possible 2020 rematch. CBS's Jeff Pegues introduces us to the veteran prosecutor just appointed as Donald Trump responds. Deadly historic snowstorm. Winter comes early for 280 million Americans as CBS's Tanya Rivero is in Buffalo bracing for at least five feet of snow. Murder mystery deepens the killer or killers on the loose in Idaho. Tonight what the coroner is saying about where the four college kids were stabbed to death. Taylor Swift breaks her silence. CBS's Lilia Luciano with what the pop star is saying about the Ticketmaster, Disaster. And on the road, CBS's Steve Hartman gets a lesson in kindness from a 12-year-old.
2: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital.
1: Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm Major Garrett, in for Nora. Tonight we begin with big developments in the criminal investigations into former President Donald Trump. Attorney General Merrick Garland today appointed a special counsel to take the lead. Jack Smith has a long history with the Department of Justice and is the former chief prosecutor for the special court in The Hague, which investigates and prosecutes war crimes. He will now oversee the probe into the January 6th insurrection and Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election, as well as the investigation of the former president's handling of classified documents found at Mar-a-Lago. The appointment comes just three days after Trump announced his 2024 candidacy for the White House. And this afternoon, the former president slammed the appointment, calling it political and a disgrace. CBS's Jeff Pegay starts us off tonight from the Justice Department. Jeff, good evening.
3: This. Yeah, good evening. This was not a last minute decision. Privately, DOJ officials have been discussing this idea of appointing a special counsel for weeks now, and this likely speeds up the investigations swirling around Donald Trump. Attorney General Merrick Garland said today that given former President Trump's decision to run again... It was in the public interest to appoint a special counsel. It also allows prosecutors and agents to continue their work expeditiously and to make decisions indisputably guided only by the facts and the law. Tap for the job Jack Smith, a war crimes prosecutor and former head of the Justice Department's Public Integrity Section. He will now decide whether Mr. Trump will face charges in the case involving classified documents found at Trump's Florida estate. (laughs) And whether he and his allies interfered with the transfer of power on January 6th.
4: This decision uh, takes a lot of the politics out of it. Uh, he's appointed a longtime career uh, prosecutor, highly respected, very experienced.
3: Historically, special counsels have been appointed to avoid conflicts and political influence. But Garland's move comes just days after Trump's 2024 announcement. And I'm a victim. Setting up a potential rematch with President Biden. Trump's spokesman today calling the appointment a political stunt by a weaponized Biden Department of Justice. The last high profile special counsel investigation into Trump's ties to Russia lasted roughly two years. Legal experts say this could wrap much sooner.
4: I suspect it means we'll see a decision and potential indictment within the first three months of the new year.
3: This special counsel starts today, but the investigations have been ongoing for months because the FBI and prosecutors have been on the case. Meanwhile, the White House tells CBS News that it was not given a heads up about this announcement. Major.
1: With all the details, Jeff Pegues, thank you. Turning now to a massive and dangerous lake effect storm moving from the Great Lakes to the northeast. Several feet of snow is likely across multiple states. The storm is already being blamed for at least two deaths and there are reports of a partial building collapse just south of Buffalo. The snow is expected to pile up across the Great Lakes region through the weekend and nationally, below normal temperatures are forecast from the Pacific Northwest to the East Coast and as far south as Texas. CBS's Tanya Rivero is in Buffalo.
4: The deadly storm arrived with a flash and a bang. Dropping more than three feet of snow through midday today with more to come.
1: 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. overnight tonight it's going to move north and we'll get the city will get hit again.
4: 11 New York counties remain under a state of emergency. Stretches of several highways in western New York were closed this afternoon.
2: Just shelter in place and we'll get through this together.
4: While residents were urged to stay inside treacherous conditions left drivers stranded outside i was stuck in the intersection for about a solid 30 45 minutes and trying to rock the car out luckily the cops came and they gave me a push with schools and businesses shut down some braved the elements for a little recreation while crews at buffalo's international airport worked against the heavy snow to keep the runways clear
3: When you see that wall of snow, it's insane. It's indescribable.
4: Buffalo's snow-filled stadium shows why Sunday's Bills game against the Cleveland Browns has been moved to Detroit. The last time this area saw this much snow was eight years ago, when more than five feet fell in three days, killing 14 people.
1: Unfortunately, it's starting to look a lot like the storm that we saw eight years ago.
4: Thousands are without power tonight, and here's partly why. Many of the trees in this area have not fully shed their leaves yet, making this wet, heavy snow particularly perilous for branches and the power lines around them. Major.
1: Tonya Rivera, thank you. Investigators in Idaho say they are zeroing in on the timeline of what happened in the hours before a killer stabbed four college students to death. The coroner tells CBS News that some of the victims were killed in their beds. CBS's Christina Ruffini in Moscow, Idaho, tells us police there are now asking the public for help.
5: More than five days since the quadruple homicide of four college students near the University of Idaho, there is still no known suspect, not even an apparent person of interest and no found murder weapon.
6: I think it's always likely that the investigators know more than they're talking about.
5: Today, Moscow police put out a plea for surveillance video or any tips. They also released an updated timeline showing where all four victims were in the hours before the attacks at a party, a bar and a food truck all returned home at 1.45 in the morning, shortly before they were murdered. The father of Zana Kernodal, one of the victims, tells our Phoenix affiliate he learned his daughter fought her attacker.
2: Bruises, you know, maybe hurt by the knife or whatever. She's a tough kid. Whatever she wanted to do, she she could do it.
5: The official autopsy report revealed that Zana, Ethan Chapin, Kayla Goncalves, and Madison Mojan were murdered by stabbing. Tonight CBS News has learned that some of the victims were found in their beds and the bodies were discovered on both the second and third floors. On campus and in the town of Moscow with the killer still on the loose, fear and frustration are running high.
6: Four people were stabbed to death in their home and to not have anyone as a suspect, I moved here because it felt safer than where I was coming from.
5: Now, as we've been here, the lights have been on in the house behind us, but neighbors say those two other roommates who were here at the time of the attack are gone. All of what you see behind me, Major, including the cars, are part of the crime scene. Police say those individuals are cooperating, but they haven't named them.
1: Christina Ruffini, thank you so much. Tonight, Twitter turmoil continues. The new owner, Elon Musk, is scrambling quite simply to prevent the social media platform from collapsing. This after hundreds of vital employees quit. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti spoke with an engineer who was laid off.
2: Tonight, as questions mount over Twitter's future, Elon Musk offered little reassurance he has a permanent plan. Tweeting, what should Twitter do next?
0: The culture at Twitter under Elon Musk was definitely a culture of, of fear, of uncertainty, of anxiety.
2: Justine DeCares worked for Twitter for three years before being laid off, along with reportedly nearly half the staff earlier this month. DeCares is part of a class action lawsuit against the company. Will Twitter's lights stay on?
0: I've seen systems start to fail already. And I expect to see smaller things break and then slowly bigger things start to break, especially with all the expertise that went out the door yesterday.
2: This week, Musk gave remaining employees an ultimatum, pledged to be extremely hardcore and work long hours, or resign by 5 p.m. Thursday. Fed-up employees went online counting down the deadline. The New York Two, Times reporting as one, many as 1,200 left.
4: Well, it's really the twilight zone, and it
2: continues to get more bizarre by the day, and I think Musk, you know, with the initially the 50% cuts and now sort of the ultimatums internally, it's become a game of throne. Musk later tweeted a skull and crossbones, followed by this image of a Twitter tombstone.
0: I mean, we, we had thousands of engineers and it's not like they were sitting around twiddling their thumbs.
2: And Musk has called for an emergency meeting for all remaining engineers. In light of the uncertainty around Twitter and out of an abundance of caution, CBS News is pausing its activity on the social media site as
1: it continues to monitor the platform, Major. Jonathan Vigliotti, thank you. There is more bad blood between Taylor Swift and Ticketmaster due to the ongoing debacle over ticket sales to her new concert tour. Tonight we have learned the Justice Department opened an antitrust investigation earlier this year into Ticketmaster's parent company, Live Nation. Live Nation is widely thought to hold a monopoly on ticket sales. More now from CBS's Lilia Luciano.
4: I bet you think about
0: me. Taylor Swift's message to Ticketmaster, it's not me, it's you. The superstar isn't shaking off the chaos surrounding a ticket sales fiasco this week.
5: So take a look what you've done.
0: When Ticketmaster canceled the public sale for her upcoming heiress tour today due to high demand on ticket systems and low remaining inventory. (laughs) Fans and scalpers bought too many nearly two and a half million tickets in one day for the Eras tour, with some selling on resale sites for up to $10,000, leaving empty-handed Swifties seething.
5: Many- the website fully crashed.
0: The Grammy winner posted on Instagram, it's been excruciating for me to just watch mistakes happen with no recourse. She wrote, Ticketmaster was asked multiple times if they could handle this kind of demand and they were assured they could.
3: The public has no power in a situation like this, really, except not to buy tickets. If they determine that Ticketmaster is a monopoly, things will change. Taylor Swift did
0: not say in her statement whether she would add any more tour dates, but she said she hopes to provide more opportunities for us all to get together and sing these songs. Major.
1: More opportunities indeed. Lillia Luciano, thank you. Soccer fans are getting ready to celebrate Sunday's World Cup kickoff, but the party plans got downgraded after host country Cutter banned alcohol at the stadiums. This sudden reversal surprised Budweiser, the global beer giant, paid $75 million to be the official beer sponsor. A now-deleted Budweiser tweet captured the corporate mood. Well, this is awkward. It's not the first or worst misstep. There are growing concerns about media censorship, especially after a video showing security staff confronting a journalist and threatening to break his camera forced an apology from Qatar officials. Allegations of human rights abuses are also part of the story surrounding this multi-billion dollar sporting event. Labour advocates say migrant workers who built the massive soccer stadiums endured unsanitary conditions in extreme heat. Injuries and deaths have been reported. CBS's Holly Williams spoke to a widow whose husband died at a construction site.
7: Qatar won the right to host the Soccer World Cup 12 years ago. A Middle Eastern nation, roughly the size of Connecticut, Qatar's one of the wealthiest countries in the world. And it's poured more than $200 billion into infrastructure for the competition. But to build it, Qatar's relied on an army of migrant workers, mostly from South Asia and Africa, toiling in temperatures of up to 120 degrees and living in crowded, squalid camps like this one. Migrant workers are cheap because they're being exploited. Mustafa Qadri founded Equidem, an organisation that's investigated alleged labour abuses in Qatar, including workers going unpaid for months at a time and unsafe conditions with deadly results. It's very hard to give an exact figure. I would suspect it's actually in the hundreds. I think hundreds of workers have died to make this World Cup possible. Budan Pandit left his home in Nepal to build roads in Qatar, sending money back to his family before he was killed in an accident last year. His widow, Ermila, told us her family received no compensation, just her husband's body. Labour rights groups want Qatar to set up a fund of around half a billion dollars to compensate injured and unpaid workers and the families of those killed. It's really conflicting, and that I think is also makes you very upset knowing that we're going to watch our teams that we love play, and at the same time, this is all made possible because of this
5: incredible exploitation.
7: Qatar claims that it is paying back unpaid wages, and it has made some important changes, including raising the minimum wage and allowing migrant workers to change jobs without their employer's permission. But human rights groups say those changes don't go far enough and in many cases are not being enforced. Holly Williams, CBS News, New York.
1: A passenger jet caught fire today after a deadly collision on the runway. That story when we return. As we mentioned, a passenger jet caught fire today on a runway at Lima, Peru's International Airport. Investigators say the plane, as it was attempting to take off, collided with a fire truck. Two firefighters were killed. Officials say all passengers and crew aboard the plane are safe. Tonight the founder of the failed blood testing company Theranos has been sentenced to more than 11 years in prison. Elizabeth Holmes was convicted of fraud and conspiracy earlier this year for misleading investors and endangering patients with a bogus blood testing technology. Holmes, now 38 and expecting her second child, had requested home confinement. CBS's Steve Hartman is on the the road showing us the true meaning of kindness from two 12-year-olds, and we will go on the road when we return. As we head into the holiday season, there are many things we should all be thankful for, and that includes this week's On the Road, where we get a lesson in what's truly important. Here is CBS's Steve Hartman. Meet the students at Buffalo Creek Academy in Buffalo, New York.
6: And if you're wondering why the focus on the footwear, it's because
4: that's what the kids do. When you come to school, people look at your shoes before they even look at your face.
6: (laughs) Dean of Culture Bryant Brown says at Buffalo Creek, like at many schools across the country, the more expensive the sneakers, the more elevated the status. And conversely, if you don't have fancy shoes,
7: it feels bad.
6: You can be picked on.
7: You can't do nothing about it.
6: Melvin Anderson is in seventh grade. He was getting teased for wearing worn-out shoes, until one day he showed up in Mr. Brown's class with a bright orange box.
3: And I asked him who purchased the sneakers, and he said Romello. And I was took him back a little bit, and I was shocked.
6: Shocked, because Romello Early is another kid in the class. Romello says it really bothered him seeing Melvin bullied, so much so that one day he came home in tears and waited for his mother.
7: When she got home, I said, mom, you could take away anything you get getting me for Christmas, or uh, you could take my allowance. I just wanna get him some shoes.
6: Why did this bother you so?
7: Cause nobody deserves to get put down based off a pair of shoes that he's gonna eventually grow out of.
6: So Romello scraped together $135. It was his life savings but he has no regrets.
7: It made me feel happy to see that big smile on his face.
6: Was there a big smile? Yeah. Romello says his next goal is to convince fellow classmates that shoes were made for walking, not dividing and diminishing, which is music to the ears
3: of Mr. Brown. It means everything to have Mellow here. Just being a good you know, role model is gonna be infectious, you know, for sure.
6: What started with a single pair of sneakers may now heal the soul of an entire school. Steve Hartman on the road in Buffalo.
1: We will be right back with new images from a galaxy far, far away. Finally tonight, NASA has released new images from the Webb Space Telescope. They are the farthest galaxies ever captured on camera, including the once hidden features of this hourglass cloud that show the earliest stages in the birth of a new star. That process birthing a star will, scientists tell us, take millions of years. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Major Garrett. Good night and have a great weekend.
0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com
4: survey.